often overcome by fear, anger, guilt, or some other painful emotion, do they hinder your progress? If your answer is yes, then you need to listen to this podcast. Even if your answer is not yes, maybe your answer is no, you also need to listen to this podcast because you might learn something from it that you will use in talking to some other person that you see that is going through some emotional uh, some painful emotion that he or she doesn't know how to deal with it and all so is i recommend it for everyone whether you're going through any painful emotion or not just listen and also share because this is a blueprint this podcast i'm i'm about to do or the things i'm I'm about to say in this podcast is a blueprint on how to overcome painful emotions and how we can maximize our god-given potential so the topic i'm going to treat on this podcast is overcoming painful emotions overcoming painful emotions I will start with explaining what emotions are, then I will go further by explaining when we can say emotions are painful, when can we say emotions are painful, and then the three streams of painful emotions, that's three divisions of painful emotions, then effects of painful emotions, then um, hiding from painful emotions some people how people hide from painful emotions and then now treat how to overcome painful emotions this is a way of welcoming you again to inner peace hub podcast where you where we give you tips on how you can live a blissful life how you can have that sweet and beautiful relationship and be that amazing partner, amazing spouse, amazing parents. This is Ezine Uduma, your host and Inner Peace Hub. So what are emotions? You may ask, what are emotions? Okay, a dictionary defines emotion as any agitation or mental disturbance of mind, feeling, passion, and vehement or excited mental state. Emotion is derived from the Latin word movere, which means to move or to move forward from one place to another. That's why in common saying we say, I was moved to tears or I was moved to help her. Emotions are strong feelings of any kind, such as fear, anger, love and jealousy that cause the moving or upsetting of the mind. All emotions are supposed to move us to action. To function as signals and to alert us to situations, people, and things. Emotions should be just what they are and not subject to being divided into negative or positive. It is appropriate to feel anger at war or rape and to feel afraid when you see a snake. The fear that grips you when you see a snake is to pump adrenaline into your system so you can run to safety and the anger you feel at the evil in the society is essential to our humanity it prompts us to do something about the situation even if it's only to pray 
the negativity in an emotion arises when it is wrong inappropriate and improperly dealt with emotions become painful when we allow them to fester and cripple us for instance we may say love joy happiness are positive at another person's misfortune is wrong and love for another woman's husband is inappropriate. Emotions are real, tangible and generate an energy field. Though tangible, emotions are invisible responses to people, places and situations which issue from our souls. Whether we like it or not, God created us in his image and with the capacity to emote. These emotions may find verbal or non-verbal expression through our body language and facial expressions. When we fail to accept and express them, the latent power of painful emotions is diffused into our system and transmitted into our bodies, giving rise to diseases ranging from high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, and eczema to digestive problems. Though they are invisible and intangible, emotions are also legitimate. Without them, we will just be like zombies. God made us in his image and after his likeness. The interesting thing is that although God expresses anger at our sin, he never expresses fear or guilt. Emotions are invisible but potent. They can be constructive or destructive. They have a life of their own and when mismanaged will affect the whole life of a person. Thank God for the promise we have in Jesus Christ. Part of the reason for him coming to earth was to heal our broken hearts and free us from the captivity of painful emotions. That's one of the reasons we have Jesus, you know. You find this expressed in Isaiah chapter 64 from verse 1 to 3. Now coming down to the three streams of painful emotions, we have, um, but before then, let's know when can we say the emotions are painful like when can we say painful emotions are wrong when can we say painful emotions are wrong have you ever met someone who had fear or terror in her eyes have you read about or seen someone whose eyes blazed with anger have you ever sat beside someone and without saying a single word you felt the anger oozing from him have you once entered a house and all of a sudden you sensed fear though not a word is said emotions can be loud and clear for anyone to see i am not referring to body language here i am referring to emotions actions they say speak louder than words but emotions speak even louder they are intangible invisible yet potent we then ask, are painful emotions always wrong? 
The roots of painful emotions lie in us and where we place our dependency, our wrong thoughts and our sin nature. They are triggers or flashpoints that warn us when something is awry. Naturally, we feel anger at war, sin, violence or abuse. We fear danger and flee. The guilt we feel when we sin leads to genuine repentance. In these circumstances, the fear, guilt and anger are not in themselves wrong responses. That is the fear you feel um, when uh, um, when there is danger and you flee. Or the guilt you feel when you sin. Or the anger you feel when someone is abused. These emotions are not wrong responses. So when can we then say that emotions are painful in a wrong way? When emotions are rooted in us and emanate because our needs and desires are not met. We can say they are painful and wrong. I will take that again. So get it. We are, I'm trying to explain to us when emotions are painful in a wrong way. When emotions are painful in a wrong way. When em, that is when emotions are rooted in us and emanate as in those emotions rooted in us emanate because our needs and desires are not met. That is when we can say that they are painful and wrong. Our mismanagement of these emotions or their roof itself can make them painful too. The mismanagement of these emotions can make them painful too and can make them wrong in a way. Now, streams of painful emotions. Painful emotions can be grouped into three broad categories, fear, anger, guilt, or shame. Now, anger is associated with fury, outrage, resentment, wrath, um, indignation, vexation, acrimony, animosity, annoyance, irritability, hostility, and perhaps at the extreme, pathological hatred and violence. that is for anger now fear is associated with anxiety apprehension nervousness concern consternation misgivings wariness qualm edginess dread fright terror phobia and panic then lastly shame shame is associated with guilt embarrassment chagrin remorse humiliation regret these emotions are contrary to emotions such as love, joy, and peace. The former, if not properly dealt with, cause psychological and physiological harm, whereas the latter promotes a state of well-being and harmony with God and human beings. Now, anger. What is anger? A lot of our anger is as a result of our inability to achieve goals that usher in satisfaction. Like when you want to do something or when you have a task to perform. So just because just because 
you did not achieve that goal or you did not um, achieve that expectation you become angry you become angry so a lot of our anger is as a result of our inability to achieve goals that usher in satisfaction that is to say that when we see a child that is not to say anyway that when we see a child bullying another child then our anger is illegitimate no this is socially proper and the anger motivates us to want to stop the bully this anger is not rooted in self but is outward looking so we can say that anger is rooted in self anger denotes that some of our goals are being blocked or undermined it looks at the past that is what anger looks at now anxiety suggests our goals are uncertain you know you are you are anxious about something that is an that is a a very painful um, emotion you set something for yourself or you're supposed to achieve something you know you are anxious about it you're thinking you know now fear has to do with future it is futuristic it is definitely a thing of the future let's take for example job in the bible he sacrificed burnt offerings for fear that his sons may have sinned and cursed god in their hearts you see that is fear he was assuming that fear was not there he wouldn't have made the sacrifices and somehow i believe somehow the children might not have at some point might not have cursed god in their hearts and those sacrifices were just you know made you know so fear has to do with future or you you as a wife you did something in the house as in maybe you spoke something that is so um that is so expensive in the house and you have this fear ah what will my husband do when he comes back what will he say oh this one you know now you're out out out, because of that fear you have what will your husband do what will your you might tend to look for ways to get that thing back even though maybe at that point in time you didn't have the money or you didn't have the means to you start looking for ways to get that thing that you spoke back you know now when your husband comes back maybe when you tell him you'll be like oh it's fine that is the fear that you've had for over how many hours has just been has it it's just been a waste of emotions so to say <coughs> excuse now guilt <coughs> guilt suggests that we have impossible or unreachable goals guilt and shame occur when we have impossible goals especially that of forgiveness guilt is the emotion we feel for sins we have committed why shame 
the rate of giving rise to an inferior complex. Now, harboring these emotions makes a person become the shame itself. It makes a person feel unworthy. It is only the blood of Jesus that can truly cleanse us of guilt and shame. Isaiah 1 verse 18 says, Even if our sins are as scarlet, they shall become as white as snow. So that is that for streams of painful emotion. I said we have anger, fear, and shame or guilt. Now, why do people hide painful emotions? Why? We often use this expression, scared to death, sick with worry and burning with anger. These expressions are literally true. All painful emotions are potential killers when suppressed. Did you hear that? All painful emotions are potential killers when suppressed. So you may ask, what about those people who appear so calm on the outside, but you discover that they have high blood pressure and other heart issues? I suggest anyway that although they may appear calm on the outside, underneath the calm, underneath the calm, uh, 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 calmness, the calm uh, appearance outside, there are torrents of bitterness and unexpressed emotions. Okay, I know of a woman who underwent years of emotional, spiritual and mental abuse before her death. When an um, autopsy was carried out, it was found that her heart was literally eaten up. She had died of a literal broken heart. Some people complain of mysterious and unexplainable aches and pains, neck aches, back aches, muscle pains, all traceable to some suppressed emotion which may be found if you take out time to dig deep beneath the surface of their seemingly good chair. Knee pains, neck pains, leg pains, back pain, toothache, inexplicable weight gain or loss may be symptoms of clinical or non-clinical depression. Others that do not have these aches and pains have personality issues and hang-ups. On top of all of this, we have this code of conduct that says Christians are robots and zombies and they should feel no pain. And if they do, then they are immature, carnal, and probably need deliverance. So most times we say it is well when our inside are churning with fear and anxiety and anger. We smile and say, angry, how can I be angry? It is my fault. It is always my fault. He is always right, taking the blame. Some physicians maintain that every tissue or organ in the body is influenced by an attitude of the mind or spirit. Let's move on. Emotions are innately powerful 
and they either energize us that is if they are good emotions like joy peace love or they drain all the energy from us and make us despondent that is if they are painful emotions like fear or, or anger there is no way we can enter into the fullness of all god has for us if we don't deal with painful emotions effectively they won't just disappear when we when we don't deal with our emotions they fester and we become bitter and depressed and we are useless in the hands of god to be healed and delivered from our painful emotions we must openly attest to them denial suppressing or repressing will not help denial suppressing or repressing will not help it will only allow the wound to fester and the infection to spread and taint every aspect of our being that is why the writer of hebrews says we should be careful that bitterness does not take root in our hearts that's um, hebrews chapter 12 verse 15 looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of god lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble and by this many are defiled we need to open up the wounds of these emotions in our hearts first to god so he can pour out his healing balm on us and we can be whole once again there is no need hiding it i was once in that position so i'm not speaking out of what i read from the book or what i heard people tell me i've been i've experienced it firsthand i've been i've, I've harbored painful emotion in my heart and because of it i suffered depression i suffered high blood pressure i had fear i had anger i had bitterness in me i had unforgiveness in my heart and i was just so carrying it in my heart and i couldn't even do anything with myself god himself couldn't even do anything with me because my heart was filled with these painful emotions but when i surrendered to him and asked him to take to to take away this emotion when i opened this wound i thought maybe have that is healed and or when i opened it up i found out that this wound has just been it's just been open you know forgive whoever I was holding in my heart forgive myself also I had to strip myself of fear anger bitterness it was as if something like a big load left me so we should do that don't don't carry them in your heart don't hide them and say all is well and say all is well, all is well. Most times we Christians, that's the sent- line of sentence we use in deceiving ourselves. All is well, all is well, all is well. What is it? We know all is well. God is still on the throne. He will always make a way for his children. But you need to emote those emotions that you have inside your heart that is bubbling. You know, 
that is you know the way is boiling inside of you it can the the the, the, the heat alone can kill mm, can kill a tortoise i'm telling you so don't keep it it is it is painful it, those emotions are already on their own painful and you keeping them in your heart you're causing more harm to yourself you depressed you will have high blood pressure you will have so many health issues so we need to open up those wounds open up the wounds of these emotions in our hearts first to god so so he can pour out his healing balm on us and we can be whole once again otherwise these little little foxes will gradually wear us out as they remove chip by chip from us you must ask god to help you it is not easy and you cannot overcome these emotions by self-will you can't ask god to help you and he will surely do painful emotions become strongholds that prevent the word of god from penetrating into our hearts and making us whole so you must open up to others I am not saying that we should spill the beans to everyone, but God does and can create avenues for us if we so desire. There are therapists, there are counselors, there are we have mentors, and like in the church you have pastors. There are people higher than you that you can talk to. For instance, leadership levels. When we should be open with each other, we spend so much time and energy trying to keep up our self-images. We dress and look the part and leave the meetings with our unresolved emotions. We must give our emotions a name. Say it. What are you feeling? How are you? If somebody asks, ah, this one your face is like this, I'll say it as well. Or, hey, Sister Helen, how are you doing? Is mm, well. well too. Might be the help you might need at that moment. But you said I it is well. And the person will say yes it is well in Jesus' name. Amen. And walk past. You are still those emotions are still in your heart. But when someone cares and comes to you and say, ah how are you doing this or when someone knows that you went through maybe a breakup, a relationship difficulty, you're going through a relationship difficulty and maybe out of care, out of concern, comes to you to ask, you say, it is well, don't worry, I am fine. Speak up. Speak up. Call your emotions name. If you're depressed, I am depressed. If that person doesn't know what to do, he or she can find help. He or she can look up for a therapist for you. He or she can look up for a counselor for you to talk to. But when you say it is well, you've closed that avenue. You've closed that avenue that your help could have come from. So giving your emotions name is the first step to healing. Jesus Christ, before healing anyone, will ask them specifically what they wanted. We need to continue to examine ourselves. For unresolved painful emotions, call them by name and deal with them. 
call those emotions name and deal with them with the help of God and with the help of an avenue God created for you. It might be a therapy, it might be a mentor, it might be a pastor, it might be a senior friend. Now, there are effects of painful emotions. Mismanaged painful emotions are triggers that set physical and chemical reactions going in our systems. Many diseases can be traced to rocketing, suppressed or denied painful emotions. And some of the effects of painful emotions okay let's say anger why things like murders and hatred are fueled by painful emotions biologically one of the things that takes place when a person is consumed by painful emotions for instance is that acid is being secreted into the stomach at high levels which wear away the lining of the stomach and cause ulcers can we see that having anger in you having anger in you can cause ulcers that is one of the effects of painful emotion especially anger some people say let's wait for tempers to cool or her anger is burning hot and really anger burns hot indeed however our physiological systems are not meant to exist at such high temperatures even car engines have thermostats installed in them to prevent them from overheating in an overheated state an engine will knock and so we pour water coolant in the radiators to cool the engine some of us are like overheated engines brewing simmering our nostrils flaring our fuses short our stomach spewing and churning all sorts of acid it is no wonder that we have ulcers indigestion acid reflux colitis and other ailments this is not meant to be our natural state psalm 37 verse 8 admonishes us to cease from anger and forsake wrath. do not fit it only causes harm um there is a biblical example nabel nabel nabal who was a very angry angry person um temperamentally and who eventually died of a heart attack try to imagine the extreme anger that filled nabal's heart resulting in a fatal heart attack um that's um, the book of First um, Samuel chapter 25 verse 36 to 37. Now, another effect of um, painful emotion is depression. Depression when you harbor anger, when you harbor fear in your heart, you don't speak up just keep it there when you have unforgiveness it might lead to depression it might lead to depression when we don't deal with anger 
fear or guilt they lead to depression when we don't deal with the depression it becomes clinical and we require medical intervention depression can manifest in mild to serious symptoms when you are depressed you have low energy levels you become sluggish in your thinking instead of acting decisively accurately and quickly you become indecisive instead of being sharp and focused you become confused and hazy in your thinking you cannot concentrate simple decisions prove too difficult for you do you know someone that feels that way have you seen someone that 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 is that 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 acts like that someone that you know that was sharp but all of a sudden the person lose concentration even at work nothing interests the person again that is painful emotion that is depression setting in there again when you are depressed you look older than your age haggard and worn out to get out of bed in the morning becomes a big, a big problem you sleep for long hours yet instead of feeling refreshed in the morning you feel so tired you feel like your body belongs to a hundred year old woman you see you cannot be bothered about your appearance you can hardly keep up with your daily routines and you swing from mood to mood unstable you can be very excited and then very sad within few minutes depression is nothing new it is nothing new then another effect of painful emotion is broken relationships broken relationships yes when you have all painful emotions like anger maybe in your past relationship your boyfriend or your girlfriend did something very bad to you and you're still keeping that anger you're still that you st- you're still not forgiving him you're still keeping that anger and somehow you feel that you've gotten over him and you get into a relationship someone a hurting person someone that is hurt you end up hurting another person until you get the proper healing until you strip yourself of those painful emotions you will never enjoy the next phase that you're supposed to enter so yes broken relationship is one of the effects of painful emotions our bodies we are not designed to work in the state of painful emotions our systems are calibrated to function optimally in a state of peace not in a constant state of unresolved emotions i'll leave us with this admonition in psalms chapter 43 verse 5 why are you cast down all my souls and why are you disquieting within me hope in god for i shall yet praise him the help of my countenance and my god now let us go to um how to overcome painful emotions how to overcome painful emotions overcoming painful emotions is not a once and for all thing as long as we are on this side of eternity we are consistently being exposed to stimuli that cause emotional reactions and we will continue to feel we are all work in progress 
but as we begin to walk more and more in the truth we become stronger and more effective in dealing with the painful emotions when they arise in effect we go from strength to strength as we appear in Zion so steps to overcoming painful emotions number one is acknowledge face feel and express the emotions acknowledge that you have these emotions face it take responsibility of that emotion feel it then express it give it a name call it we cannot express we cannot handle painful emotions by suppressing by bearing or internalizing emotions when we suppress the emotions they are in our subconscious as if we have put them away in a filing cabinet where we can always retrieve them along with other information we have filed away we cannot handle painful emotions by repressing that is by manifesting as denial when we repress them painful emotions are put in our unconscious mind where they are not easily retrievable expressing inappropriately we may express our emotions inappropriately screaming cursing and shouting are not appropriate ways of expressing anger transferring them is unfair you can hear people be like ah, why are you transferring the anger on me you know you are angry at something you don't want to deal with it then maybe some other person comes in contact with you ah, ah. The person will flare off, shout. The person will say, This one is transferred aggression or transferred anger. So, transferring anger is an inappropriate way of um, dealing with your painful emotion. Fear is not an excuse for manipulating, controlling, or dominating others and situations. Denying the emotions. Usually, people do deny is particularly in traumatic cases but denying the existence of the resultant emotion denial is a safety mechanism how often have you told yourself i am not angry i am not annoyed or it doesn't really matter when in reality your stomach your stomach was churning it is important to express the painful emotion in an appropriate fashion respecting the boundaries of others yes express acknowledge face feel and express that emotions but respecting the boundaries of others it is important to ventilate your painful emotions even there is a common saying that um, people say it is said that a problem shared is a problem half solved by the time you can identify and give expression to these painful emotions you are well on your way to recovery at times it is helpful to share one's painful emotions with another and with another person if this is in harmony with god's purpose there is no guarantee of other people's reaction but we are secure in god's love cry if you must david in the bible who is a, a, a god said he's a man after my heart wept wept when he was leaving jerusalem he wept for absalom to weep cry men this thing you guys use to deceive yourself and say men don't cry i 
people. Mm-hmm. You're killing your heart. Cry if you must. Weep if you must. And then wail if you must. Jesus Christ himself wept when he was told about Lazarus' death. He wept. So cry. Cry it out if you can, if you want to. Now, the second way again to overcome painful emotions is evaluate and ascertain what is triggering triggering this emotion. You know, find out what 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 is um, what is firing this emotion. What is you know something like um, a trigger? Yeah, you know. By so doing, I will give us an ABC um, way how you can evaluate and ascertaining what is actually firing this emotion or triggering the emotion. Activating event that's A B believe stroke perception. Then C consequent emotion. Then number three is keep a journal i am a journal kind of person i keep jotter so most times when i feel things even if i don't have anybody to talk to at the time i put them down in my jotter and when i write it down in my jotter i i feel like i'm talking to someone or i'm talking to god and immediately i put it down in that jotter trust me it goes off my heart like i don't feel the pain again i don't feel the anger again what if it was anger maybe someone did something to me and i was feeling this anger and all and i couldn't see someone to talk to at the moment or i couldn't find a way to express it. i write it down believe me some of us are like that so keep a journal Journaling is highly recommended. It helps you articulate and express yourself fully. It's like writing a letter to God. It may be helpful for you if you keep a journal, just like David did. David was a man after God's heart, and one of his strong points was that he was always open to God. He never hid how he felt. A lot of his psalms read like a journal, full of sincere and deep expression. This, is, this was a man who was fighting the Lord's battle, whose kingdom God established forever. He should have been too self-conscious to admit all his emotions, yet he vented them openly. An example is found in Psalm um, chapter 41, verse 9 to 10, where David admits to being hurt and also spoke of betrayal. It reads, Even my own familiar friend, in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be merciful to me, and raise me up, that I may repair them. So if you can, keep a journal. Put, put your painful emotions down in a writing, like you're writing to God. And yes, honestly, you're writing to God. And not just venting just on that jotter. Be rest assured that after it, that God should, like when I write, after I've poured out my heart, how I felt, I say a prayer at the end, like, God, 
perspective help take away this painful emotion from my heart just as i've talked to you about it please give me peace in my heart i always try to make a prayer at the end of me pouring out my heart on my daughter and then the fourth thing how to overcome painful emotion is prayer pray for god's grace and trust the healing power of the holy spirit to heal all painful emotions righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost that's the kingdom of god romans chapter 14 verse 17 the fifth one meditating on scriptures meditation is almost a lost art in christendom but is widely practiced as a transcendental meditation in um, when you're taking a, there are some exercises you know that you need to meditate for Christians meditation simply means to ruminate and ponder upon the word of God so that it drops deep within the recesses of our hearts There are a lot of Bible study. There are a lot of Bible study helps available to us. Find scriptures on the painful emotions that you are trying to overcome. Read them, meditate them, study, memorize that scripture, and ask God for help and ask God for understanding. Um, the sixth is looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Trust God, look up to Him up to him he is our answer whatever question you might want to ask whatever question that is in your heart look unto jesus he is the answer then the seventh thing the help of the holy spirit without him we can do nothing if we abide in him only then we will bear much fruit we are more susceptible to painful emotions when we are still in the spirit. So engage the Holy Spirit, ask for His help. Also begin to deliberately ask for the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So ask for the help of the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask that the Holy Spirit baptize you afresh with righteousness, peace and joy. It takes diligence as it is much easier to hold on to the painful emotions than to let go. It is much easier to keep nothing the painful emotions than actively taking steps to change. We can justify the painful emotions from now till eternity. But until we decide that we are tired of the toll, they are taking on us. Nothing will shift. Nothing will give way. No one said change will be easy. It requires a certain pressing into. But the rewards will be worth the effort. Then get physical. Get physical. Um, for many years, experts have known that exercise enhances the action of endorphins. Chemicals that, that is chemicals that circulate throughout the body. Endorphins improve natural immunity and reduce the perception of pain. They may also help to improve mood. 
to get physical exercise, moderate exercises, at least half an hour, such as a brisk walking, it helps. It helps to get your mind off the pain. It helps you to relax. And the next one, encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. We can encourage ourselves in the Lord by positive self-talk and by confessing the word. For example, you can say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Anger rests in the bosom of fools and I am not a fool. Or, God has not given me the spirit of fear but of power, love and a sound mind. Encourage, there are scriptures, there are scriptures to help. So encourage yourself in the Lord. Speak those words. Speak them. Then the next one, deliberately ask God for personal revelation of who He is. Deliberately ask God for personal revelation of who He is. Another way we can overcome painful emotions is to understand by revelation the kind of God we serve. As we continue to study and meditate on the Bible, the Holy Spirit begins to give us a deeper revelation of God and His Word. Revelation is deeper than head knowledge and more deliberate. The Holy Spirit Spirit literally expands and inscribes scriptures on the template of our hearts. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So deliberately ask God for personal revelation of who He is through His word, through the help of the Holy Spirit. Then the last is get someone to walk through the process with you. Get someone to walk through the process with you or get professional help. Sometimes the issues are too deep and painful for us to handle by ourselves. At this stage, we need to prayerfully ask someone to walk beside us. That that person will help us stay balanced. It could be a fellow Christian, preferably a woman, if you're a woman going through painful emotion, or a, a man that you look up to as a mentor, if you're a man going through a painful emotion, so that in our vulnerability, we don't fall as an attraction. other sex so as a way of concluding if you're a woman going through some painful emotions that you need to talk so that in that your vulnerable state you won't be attracted to the opposite sex that is trying to help you through it that is trying to walk you through the process then if we are still unable to resolve these issues then that is when a professional help is recommended 
Remember, if we don't sort out these painful emotions once and for all, they may degenerate into depression. Untreated depression then becomes clinical depression, which requires medication to treat. Once we realize that we don't have any more coping mechanisms, we should cry out for help so we don't become part of the fast-growing statistics of people who are suffering from clinical depression. If you don't see any help coming, you cry out. Don't close up your mouth and say it is well. You don't know who will be of help to you. People have died out of depression. People have died. People, people staying with them don't even know what they are going through. But because they've suppressed it and put on a smiling face and, and everything is okay attitude. Speak up. That is why I am here. That is why we are here at Inner Peace Hope. We believe in you speaking up. Speak up. You talk. We listen so that you can live a blissful life. Ultimately, God's desire is that we be, we overcome painful emotions. He does not promise us a life without emotional turmoil, but He has given us ways to deal with and master these emotions. A sure way, one of the ways to overcome painful emotion is that we have to admit them and deal with them. Otherwise, they will lead to sin and untimely death. Call your emotions by name. Talk to people if you can. Seek for help, professional help if you can. So that you will not slip into depression and that depression will go deeper into a clinical depression that requires medications for you to be stable so while it is still early speak up seek for help painful emotions are not good you don't need to suppress them you don't need to hide them nobody is going to judge you even if someone judged you know that god will not judge you so seek for help seek for help we are always here to help you. Do you need someone to talk to? Someone to listen to you while we talk? You can reach us. You can send a DM to us on our social media handle on Instagram. Enapeace underscore hub. Enapeace underscore hub. Send us a DM. Or you can send an email to us. Info. Or you can send us a mail and email at info.innerpeacehub at gmail.com and we will reply you as soon as possible. Till I come your way again, this is Ezi Meuduma, your host on Inner Peace Hub podcast. 